guys, welcome to Artful Answer. I'm Jenny Bear. Today we are going to have some fun, answer a few short questions, and go from there. So let's start with our first question. This is titled, Getting Back Into Art. Help! All right, they state, I remember getting really into the body anatomy back in 2012 till 2017. I particularly delved mostly in thick paints and dabbled a bit into digital media as well. I would do lots of abstract work for my schoolwork and during after school periods, I would look into the anatomy of the body and perspective. I however stopped art altogether during 2016 due to reasons, let's just say my confidence dropped down from there onwards. I tried to get back into drawing once again in summer 2020 with a few mixed results. I once again wish to get back into the arts. I still got my drawing tablet that still works, but I no longer have the useful books I once read back during my school years. I also got a small kit of watercolor paints with me. I tried to draw faces again, but it all looked disjointed. I'm not sure where to go from here. Well, this one leads me to my favorite resource for anyone wanting to up their skills. I highly recommend the internet. Yes, the internet. Yes, I realize you're asking your question on the internet, but did you know you can also learn things on the internet? Now, I don't mean to sound snarky here because... I realize that not everybody understands where to find resources on the internet. See, the thing is, I never went to art school. I am self-taught, and by self-taught, I am an expert in finding online tutorials. <laughs> I love learning online. A couple quick resources that can get you back into drawing quick. One, YouTube. Love it, love it, love it. There are gazillion artists out there. Just search whatever the medium you want to work in. If you want to try working in watercolor, then look up watercolor tutorials anatomy and boom, instant free class right there. Another fantastic resource that I have found and fallen in love with for many, many years is creativelive.com. This, you might not be able to get as specific in what you want to learn, but the artists and business people that teach on this platform are phenomenal. And these are like multi-day courses that you would pay thousands of dollars to go to in person. But if you watch it live, it's free. It is free. It is fantastically free which fits everybody's budget. If you got the time, you've got the resource right there. And if you don't have the time just to watch live, which by the way, if you're watching live, a lot of times they'll have an open chat room where you can ask questions. It's like being in a virtual classroom. It's awesome. But if you can't watch live, then their classes are available for sale at very, very reasonable rates. And they run sales quite often. I know a huge Black Friday sale, usually beginning of the year sale. Um, I'm, I don't know their exact schedule, but if you sign up for their email and just put a whole bunch of classes in your wish list, this is a fantastic, fantastic resource. 
I love it. And I know there's a ton of other tutorial sites and places that you can purchase classes, but I say start free, start free, start specific. YouTube is great for that. Um, TikTok is getting to be a really good source for learning as well. I am not as familiar with the platform. I am a bit of an old dog trying to learn some new tricks, but I have heard really good things that you can learn lots of tutorials on TikTok. I don't know about the art scene though, but for sure YouTube. All right, now we are going to go on to our next question. This question is a bit of a dilemma, which states, I'm in love with the idea of being an artist. I always have been. Sometimes I change the focus. For example, when I was young, it was more of a writing dream. I've also dabbled in photography, and right now it's digital art. But I've never produced a mass of sizable work that would allow me to get closer to this. I don't even know what to call it. A dream? A goal? A fantasy? All because, one... I'm plain old lazy. Two, I find myself in a point of my life where I can't summon any energy to get the work done. And three, I think I'm more enamored with the idea of becoming an artist than with actually the process itself. And I'm not really sure what I'm looking for here, whether advice or simply understanding and camaraderie. So I'll go for both. Have any of you been in this situation before? Do you have any advice to get out of the rut and start working toward the ideal? Oh, oh, this question was created for me. I am the queen, self-appointed, but still the queen of creative ADD. I have done designing. Let's see, what did I start? Well, growing up, I did tons of, you know, more fantasy artwork that was part of art assignments and things like that in school. If there was any class I was going to get an A in, it was art. So that was my jam. I hung out with all the artist kids. I did the whole artsy thing. And then when it came time to go to college, well, I didn't. I wanted to go to art school. Parents said, nay, nay. And so I said, I'll go play. And that's what I did. I went and played and I worked and I didn't really do anything with my art for quite a few years. And then I got married and my husband has always encouraged me, even when we were dating, he encouraged me to work with my artwork. Uh, if I ever had a close portfolio, full portfolio, it was when we first started dating, I was doing a lot of oil painting and, and acrylics and stuff. We lived in New York for two years. So I took some classes at the Art Student League downtown New York. If you live in New York or in the vicinity, check this place out. It is fantastic and so affordable. And you're learning from world-renowned artists in New York City. It's awesome. I did some um, embroidery designs, got a book published, got bored with that, went on to photography, had a studio, did that for, I don't know, like seven, eight years. Then um, my family situation changed with kids and just life and I retired from that and then I went on to do graphic design and I've done tons of that. I've done digital artwork. I've done um, print on demand. I've done pattern design. I've done logos. I've done commercial photography. I've done architectural photography. You know, I just 
keep doing it. I'm into alcohol ink right now and paint pouring and creating my own things. My new passion that I want to get into is air dry clay. Yeah, I haven't done that one yet because I'm thinking um, I don't have any room for any more art supplies in my house at this point. But yes, I've done it all. So as far as getting it to do anything for you to a sizable work that it would allow you to become a quote unquote professional artist, I have made money with all of those things. All of those things. You don't have to be pigeonholed to make a career out of what you love. You just have to do what you love with some consistency, at least for a little while, and you will be able to get there. I promise you. Let's talk about these excuses you have. Okay, one, I'm lazy. Are you really lazy or are you feeling blocked? And I say this because I, for years, had migraine issues. I still do to some extent, but not nearly as bad as they were. I would lay in bed and I had no desire to get up. Even on days I didn't have migraines, I was freaking exhausted all the time exhausted. I would lay in bed and I think, what's wrong with me? Am I seriously just this lazy? I have no energy, which fits kind of number two. I, yeah, I'm just tired. I'm tired. I want to do this stuff, but it just seems like too much effort. So turn off the light, close the door and let me go to bed. That wasn't a very fun existence. Okay. It wasn't. And if you're in this kind of slump, you know, some people are like, you're going through depression. I didn't really feel sad. I was just tired. Lo and behold, I went to my doctor and got my labs drawn and I was anemic. And uh, wow, what a little iron can do. Building your blood back up is kind of amazing. Even now, I tend to want to crawl back in my shell because sometimes the intensity of life it just gets to be a lot. I'm not sad. I don't feel depressed, but sometimes I just want to make it all stop and just have quiet. And so I find that I have to make an intention every morning when I get up to do something particular. Right now, my intentions in the morning, I get up, I make sure my kids are sent off to school. This totally may not be your life at all, but you can find things to fit into this scenario. And then I make myself go to the gym, not to fit anyone else's criteria, except for it's so that I can get my day started in a way that I'm showing myself self-care and love to start the day. I really am thriving on it. I love it. I go, when I go to work out, when I move my body, first of all, I'm the type of personality that if you tell me to exercise, I am going to dig my heels in and say, you can't tell me what to do. Like, even if I know logically it all makes sense, you can't tell me what to do because I only do what I only do. Well, that stubbornness does not always serve me. So in the morning, I set the intention for myself. You're going to get up. You're going to go have a killer day. Let's get this started. Let's go to the gym. Let's get a get quick workout, get the energy moving in your body. And I think that's a lot of it. You kind of got to get that wheel turning to get those creative juices flowing. If you are just always in kind of a stagnant mood or a stagnant mode, mood or mode, both fit here, then you are not going to be able to launch from there. 
you've got to take one small step towards your goals, no matter what it is. And something that I learned also is doing internal work is taking steps towards your goals. So even though you may not be sitting at an easel or at a typewriter or wherever else you do your work, you are working on yourself to get to that place where you can. I realized in me to be able to get myself to create on a consistent basis, I have to get myself moving. I have to motivate myself to get out of my cave, to interact with the world. I am pretty extroverted, but I think I think I'm more of an introverted extrovert. So I love to talk. I love people, but it drains me. And I have to, I have to have balance in life between having quiet time just for myself and being out there creating with the world. Now I do realize though, that having too much quiet time also drains me. Balance is what it's all about for me. So that's what I suggest. I suggest that One, try to find some balance in your day where you set intentions and you work towards ticking off one goal. And if that goal includes doing artwork and working towards something consistency or some kind of consistency, then more power to you. But count every win as a win. So if you get out your pencils one day and the paper and just doodle, it's a win. It is a win. You are starting those juices. Just keep working towards your goals one little thing at a time and you will get there. I promise you, my friend, I wish you so much luck. Now on to the next question. Oh, we're in a slump. Please help. All right. I cannot get anything right and I had a hanging commission. It's so bad I had to trace over a personal drawing I did a few months ago. Nothing is coming out right and I don't know what's going on. I never stopped or quit drawing and I am practicing more. I'm focusing on a weaker area yet I cannot even do what I could do easily a few months ago. Well, personally, I find that when you're in an art slump, the best thing to do is stop, reset, do something completely out of your comfort zone, free up that energy and start again. So for something like this, as far as taking on commissions, first of all, you got to stop telling yourself you're stuck. The more you tell yourself something, the more your mind is going to latch onto that and live it out. Okay. If you accept at this point that you are where you are, take a deep breath, release expectations, release resistance to moving on. When we say we're stuck, when we recognize and label our limitations, we are giving those limitations power. If you release the power of those limitations on you, they no longer become limitations. And let me tell you how to do this. So first of all, it may not be an overnight process. This may be something that has been brewing for a while in your subconscious, in your psyche, and you need to give yourself grace in it being a multi-step process. So first things first, every morning, start with a cleansing breathing routine, something where I hesitate to say meditation because people get scared of meditation. But if you can meditate, I want you just simply to sit quietly. You can have soft music on, love my soothing relaxation station on YouTube. That guy's like the bomb. 
So have some light music on if you wish and simply try to be. If you have thoughts into your mind, don't engage with them, okay? While you're first starting to meditate, your mind is going to try to take over and distract you because it's uncomfortable being just still in the mind until you're used to it. And then it's oh so relaxing and awesome. So if you can clear your thoughts, just kind of like I, I imagine it, you know, when you're really tired and you just kind of have a blank stare at things because you're just so tired, that stillness in the mind is kind of what you're shooting for. Okay. So let your mind just kind of go numb. If you have thoughts or things enter end, don't fight them, just observe them. Don't interact with them. So like if you have the grocery list pop into your mind, observe it, but don't, don't start adding things to it. <laughs> that's, that's interacting. You don't want to interact with your thoughts at this moment. Once you get through that and really only start out with what you can do, maybe 10 minutes a day, just trying to clear and breathe and relax. And as you work through the day, if you are working on art pieces, I want you to focus on not fighting the resistance. So if you feel like you can't move on on a painting or a commission or whatever form you're working in, stop, sit still do nothing until you have inspiration to move on. Don't panic and think, I'm never going to have inspiration. This isn't going to get done. I'm never going to be able to do it. That all right there is resistance. That all right there is fighting. That fighting, 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 fighting shuts you down. Be still, allow the process to be a process. If you do end up fighting yourself a little bit, have grace with yourself, forgive yourself. It's going to be okay. Get through it. And the more you are able to release the resistance, the more your mojo will start flowing back. Stop focusing on the lack of mojo and start allowing the artistic flow to return. Okay. When we fight by recognizing what is missing, we aren't allowing the new inspiration to flow to us. I hope that made sense. I hope you are able to get your mojo back really, really, really soon. Okay, now we're going to go to the last question for the day. It's what is your relationship with perfectionism? Hey, so this is to all the perfectionists here. I feel like perfectionism gets a bad rap or at least isn't given its due respect in artistic circles. I see in books and articles all the time, please to the audience not to let perfectionism stop you from making art. Learn to create messily. Embrace your mistakes. Perfect is the enemy of good, yada yada. That's great and all, but for me at least, embracing my perfectionist side has been a huge boost to my artistic journey and output. I'll spend weeks on planning a project in detail. Everything from the material to the sculpture techniques to the lighting. Creating prototypes and mock-ups and scraping over or overhauling designs I don't think will work. Things take way longer, but I end up with results I'll be proud of forever rather than something I'll be cringing at in a year. I don't know. I just think there's a lot to be said for raising your artistic standards for yourself and embracing perfectionism. Thoughts? Well, yes, I do have some thoughts on this. Kudos for being a perfectionist. If that's working for you, that's 
awesome, 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 awesome. But this is where I think we need to discuss a little bit on projecting our own feelings onto others. Yes, some people, they do better freestyle. Some people, they do better being very analytical and quote unquote perfectionist in what they do. I think the real key here is that everybody's different. And whatever style you're comfortable with, don't let other people's opinions of how they do it devalue your feelings in your process. You know what I mean? If perfectionism is what you need, don't feel like others are telling you you're not as much of an artist as those who can slap paint onto things and and mush it around with their hands and make it a masterpiece, okay? Your masterpieces are different. Your masterpieces come from you. Your masterpieces are a part of you. You are a creator. You are unique. You are doing a fantastic job doing you. And the same goes the other way around. If you are messy and manic in your art and that's what floats your boat and others are telling you you need to be more disciplined, you need to have sharper skills, okay, tell them, okay, and do you, okay? Don't let other people's opinions devalue your process. And that's all I got, folks. You be you. I love you all. Thank you so much for joining me today. If you would like to send me a question to read on a future podcast, send it to artfulanswer at gmail.com. I'd appreciate it so much. All right. Bye-bye.